Hey, welcome into episode 54 of the Best Coast Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Brandon, and I am with the Worth Brothers. We got everybody back this week. How you guys doing? Hey, Hey, recovering. How you doing, baby? Ah, doing good. Doing good. Ready for this uh, snowpocalypse that's about to hit us and the rest of the nation. It's yeah. get it. It's supposed to be two degrees here tonight. Like with the wind chill, we're gonna have two degrees. That's oh, absolutely insane. I'm not looking forward to this at all. Yeah, it's it's dropping like three degrees every hour right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was, I was, Ash is over at, at her sister's house and I was like, you might want to head home soon. It's going to be pretty nasty pretty soon. So, but uh, yeah. And, uh, you know, while we're at it, I just want to, you know, shout out, um, our good friends and, you know, someone's been on the podcast a few times, Zach and, uh, his wife, Sam, and hope they're doing good. They were, uh, affected by the earthquakes down there in California and, we hope everybody down there is, you know, recovering and doing good down there. So, um, yeah, we're, we're thinking situation. about you guys so. for real. Yeah, yeah, they're safe, which is awesome. And uh, so, you know, just a uh, big, big shout out to them. Or we got you in our thoughts and prayers. And, uh, you know, as always, they can let us know if they need anything. But uh, uh, we don't need anything from the fans, though. We just hope that uh, y'all are safe as well. And if you're in that situation, that you're getting the help that you need. So we did get news that they were able to get power and water back today. So, you know, hope everybody's, you know, recovering well and really just across the whole nation, you know, the next week, it's going to be, there's going to be a lot of crazy weather, a lot of really, really cold weather. And, you know, we hope everybody stays safe and, you know, stay inside. It's going to be cold. It's going to be real cold. So just be careful out there. So, yeah. Yeah. Take care of each other. Check on your grandparents. Yes. But also still enjoy your Christmas with your family. Yes. But get there safely. Mm-hmm. Um, if you celebrate Christmas, you know, get there Enjoy safely. Your Hanukkah and, going on right now. Uh-huh. Yes, correct, correct. So it's going to be a fun football weekend, though, for a lot of people. It's uh, either the championship, you know, two weeks or semifinals. So, you know, it's a, kind of a crazy one for football, though, because of the weather. It's a painful but we'll get time into a for a lot of us who aren't in any of those those that, final weeks of championship sorry i'm tough. trying to hold back tears while I talk. <laughs> that, is, that is tough that is tough it's also tough for a lot of people you know we'll get into a lot of these these injuries uh in the daily roundabout i mean we can jump right into the daily roundabout here um you know some of these injuries i mean uh jonathan taylor you know out for the season a lot of people we kind of talked talked on that but you know, losing Jonathan Taylor, possibly losing Jalen Hurts. He's still questionable. They have not officially ruled him out, but they are game planning for Gardner Minshew and for him to play. But more than likely, it's going to be Minshew that actually plays in this game. Um, I would be kind of shocked if Hurts played. I know it's an you know pretty important game for them because they can lock up the bye if they get one more win. But I would be shocked if he played. You guys think there's any chance he plays this week? Mm, I. I think he probably wants to, and I don't think the Eagles are going to let him. That's, that's a good way yeah, to look at kinda, it. That's kind of what I think as well. Yeah. Um, also, uh, Franco Harris, uh, NFL legend for the most famous, was famous for the immaculate reception, uh, happened 50 years ago, um, passed away. So rest in peace to him. Um, that's actually news I did not know about. I learned about that today when you guys added that to the doc. So. 
I saw. I mean, I, it was like the first thing I saw this morning when I woke up. Yeah, that's crazy. I I missed that somehow. So. Always sad to hear when a legend passes away, but yes, yes, it's never gonna uh, go away for that that film. So yeah, and <laughs> that was, the year, played forever. The fifty year anniversary of that is in two days from when we're recording. Mm-hmm. Most people will hear this tomorrow, and it'll be on the next day. I think it was uh, the twenty third. So wow. Um, wild if you haven't seen the immaculate reception go watch it there's plenty of videos out there yes definitely uh it looks like russell wilson is on track to play on sunday um in that very very exciting game against the rams um matt ryan has been benched by the colts they're moving forward with nick Foles. um i personally think this is actually good news for the the receivers because losing jonathan taylor i think you need someone a little bit more mobile. I think this could actually help Pittman and maybe even Paris Campbell. Um, I don't disagree. The one thing I'm concerned about is like Nick Foles uh, in a, in a interview said that he hasn't taken any snaps with the first team. He's been a scout team QB. And so he's going to get thrown in, you know, and not be uh, in, in the best position to win. That's for sure. But yeah, I, I'm a little worried about the receiving options in this game. I think if if he had more time, I'd be, like you said, a little actually excited about it. But I, I don't just know. think he's a, a competent enough backup quarterback I that I I don't worry about it as much. And I he's I personally I I'm rolling Pittman out this week. Um, I am I am starting him this week. So he's not someone that you know completely scares me away from him. I think he has the ability to get Pittman the ball, and I think Pittman's good enough to to get open. Um, so I, I will be starting Pittman this week um, in my semifinal matchup. So, you know, pretty right. big matchup, but I feel confident enough to roll him out there. Oh, I know I uh, Yosh is actually going to be starting him over. And this is, we're going to talk about this game, but he's starting him over Stefan Diggs. Um, in is that me or not, Yosh, sorry, Ritter, <laughs> uh, uh, Josh, is going to be starting him over Stefan Diggs um, in that matchup uh, because wow. of the, the wins and all that stuff in, in the Buffalo game. So, you know, I think he's kind of sharing the same mindset as me. So I, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm fairly confident. I don't, I, it, it's, it's hard to bench Diggs ever. Um, yeah, that's true. You know, but uh I don't know. That's 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 a tough one. A lot of people I think will fight with. So um, Nick Chubb did not practice again today uh, It with the ankle injury. He says he will play, um, but that's something to keep an eye on the rest of the week. Uh, it could be a boost for Kareem Hunt. Um, this is going to be a very, very cold game and mm-hmm. snow game likely. So the running games is going to be very important. Um, I hope Chubb plays. I am praying that Chubb plays. Uh, that's personal reasons, but we'll get to it in a minute. But I want you guys to think about the the on the Kareem Hunt note. Do you think if if Chubb does play, he plays limited snaps, and Kareem Hunt gets a boost anyways and becomes valuable? We've seen him be valuable even this year, but it's just really spotty. Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean. I think they may be giving him the rest to be able to play in this game. I I don't I don't know how much confidence they even have in Kareem Hunt. Like we've seen that they've hardly used him even when he's been available. So I don't I don't know if they actually will 
use him more. I'm kind of just hoping that, you know, Chubb is ready to go and they, they actually utilize him correctly. So, but we can jump into that when we get into the the game a little bit. Uh, looks like Ryan Tannehill is very likely to be done for the season, which would put Malik Willis in line to start the rest of the season. Um, basically eliminating all passing options unless they give him a little more confidence now. I mean, maybe he's had some more reps um, and, you know, he's a little bit more confident in his game because last time I think he only had 10 completions. So, yeah, is- it hasn't been pretty when he's been in. Yeah, not at all. Uh, good news. Tannehill's been really supporting anybody either, but Chigakonko has been pretty good. Okay, Um, that's fair. You know, I've I've Chigakonko was going to be like one of my tight end starts of the week until I heard the news that Tannehill wasn't going to play, and now I almost think Chig is somebody that you have to bench. Like I don't know if you can start him. So. I think if any pass catcher is going to succeed, it would be him. Uh, you know, uh, these young quarterbacks tend to lean on a good tight end like that. So, uh, yeah, that's a possibility, but it, it's it's not high enough odds that I'd want to play him in my in my championship or my you know trying to get to the championship. So yeah, and I was actually kind of looking forward to the return of um, Traylon Burks too, and then th- with this news comes out, so you kind of almost eliminate. Traylon Burks from any sort of starting lineup for you at this point. Um, yep, yep. So that that's quite unfortunate, but it is what it is. That's part of part of fantasy football. Um, just a reminder to everybody too: a lot of your games are going to be played on Saturday. There's only three games on Sunday. So uh, if you're one of those people that wakes up, you know, Sunday morning, sets your lineup, and watches a bunch of football, uh, your games are probably already played and hopefully you set your roster. So um, keep an eye on that and and set your roster for Saturday. So, yep, make uh, sure your Thursday game is taken care of. And then, yeah, Friday, have it locked in because it starts early. Take your Thursday players out of your flex position. Leave yourself that that balance of being able to play them. So, um, all right, should we hop into the week 16 preview? Let's Let's do do it. it. All right. So first game, Thursday night football, we have the Jags six and eight at Jets seven and seven. Jets minus one and a half, uh, 36 point over under. This should be a pretty good game, honestly. Um, you know, I'm I, your starts, if Mike White, he's not going to be cleared. Um, so it's going to be Zach Wilson uh, that is starting. They, they already said that they don't think Mike White's going to be able to be cleared. So they announced Wilson as the, the quarterback. So. I think really your only pass catcher you can start then is Garrett Wilson. Isn't that kind of how you guys feel? Yeah. It is supposed to be cold and windy for this game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Zonovan Knight should be a a must start in this game. Uh, I know he had a tough game last week against the Lions, but for some reason the Lions right now, their run defense is just shutting everybody down. So I think you're you're more than safe uh, starting Zonovan Knight. Um, I'm curious. We have the the Panthers Lions game a little later. Would you go Deonta Foreman or Zonovan Knight more? We've seen far more carries for Foreman, but would you? Would you? He's going up against the Lions. Which, which one of those two would you start? I Knight. almost lean the Deonta Foreman side just because of. Yeah, I, just, I think it just worries me that he got he only got like ten carries last week. Um, yeah, he split a lot with Chuba Hubbard. I'd way rather go with Zonovan Knight. 
Yeah. Yeah. I think Foreman got in trouble and that's why he got fewer carries. Um, I was reading an article that they were talking about what, like how much more successful the team is kind of when they get him involved. And so they like want to get him back involved again, like Foreman. Um, but Zonovan Knight, like he's, he's kind of really their only running back option at this point. So I, I kind of do lean Knight a little bit more, but I don't think Foreman's a bad play either. I don't either. Um, yeah, necessarily. So, uh, now what about um, Trevor Lawrence? Let's talk a little bit about him. He's been on a heater, played really good against that Dallas defense. Um, how do you feel about him this week going against a, a really good Jets secondary? I feel like I'm going to sound crazy for saying this, but I would I would start Trevor Lawrence even in so this. You match. don't sound crazy. Because I would do the same thing. <laughs> All right. Would you start Trevor it's... Lawrence over Kirk Cousins at home on Saturday in the main slate at 10 a.m.? Who I does Minnesota so. play? They play the Giants. I think I would. Oh, oh, that's tough. The Giants, that's a pretty good matchup, too. That's a pretty high over-under. I would still probably start Lawrence. I mean, you just almost got to keep rolling with what he's got. And the way Zay Jones, Kirk, and Evan Ingram are all playing right now, um and man i'm just gonna say it right now the whole jets team just doesn't look like they care as much when zach wilson is playing <laughs> yeah, yeah like but I'm, motivated. I'm worried about this game like weather wise it, yeah that's it, true it, you know minnesota's in a dome like i earlier swapped cousins in in place of uh trevor lawrence I don't think you can go wrong starting cousins though. Like I don't no. think you're I don't think you're gonna regret it. Okay. So No, me either. There you go. That's a good way to put it. But we got this Thursday night matchup. You're you're yeah. running out of time to pull the trigger with Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> so yeah. I think I would put my money with Lawrence. Keep on that heater. Like the Jets the only... have a good D, and if weather's a factor, I'm not. I'm just not as confident. Like, yeah, he's been on a on a tear, and it's been awesome. But I'm I'm worried about this game a little bit. Yeah, he also did it in a dome again last week. So, like, you know, this weather could play a huge factor in this game, and you could see ETN have a decent game. You know, the Jets, if you're going to do something against them, you're more likely to have a run game against them than you are a pass game. Yeah. So. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So, uh, weather in New York tomorrow is not going to be all that bad. All right, tomorrow, but the I mean, game's tomorrow on Saturday. night. No, the game's on Thursday. Oh, the, the game, game is, is on Thursday. Thursday. So, yeah, yeah. Tomorrow I evening. Still... Yeah, tomorrow evening is going to be even nicer than like the rest of the day. It's going to okay. be like fifty yeah. degrees and rainy. It is supposed to be a rain game. That's what they were talking about. It's going to rain first, second, third, and fourth quarter. So, but I still lean. <laughs> I lean Lawrence. Um, but I don't. Think, <laughs> Wait a yeah, second. The whole good job. <laughs> I know. I know. I, I said it the long way. Um, sorry if you hear my dog barking. Um, in the background. Uh, all right. Well, let's jump over to the Falcons and Ravens. We got Falcons five and nine at Ravens nine and five. Ravens minus seven, 36 and a half point over under. I think this line is basically stating they think that, uh, um wow drawing a blank quarterback uh, Desmond Ritter no quarterback for the Ravens oh. wow Lamar Jackson uh, how in the heck could I not 
I think the line, though, the minus seven is kind of saying that they think Lamar Jackson's going to return. I can't imagine a seven-point favorite for the Ravens with Huntley at quarterback. He's not doing anything. Yeah, that's true, but their defense is doing a lot, too, and the uh, Falcons have, you know, a rookie starting also in his second game, so. True. Um, I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh, Lamar still did not practice on Wednesday, so it's it's not looking great. Um, yeah, I think if they thought Lamar was going to play, it'd be higher. I agree. Yeah. So, I mean, you're, you're safe starting Dobbins. Um, I think, I think Mark Andrews is a, if there's better options for you, you start them aside from Mark Andrews. If Huntley is the one that is starting. Um, yep. So uh, let me ask you this. That's what I was just going to ask you. (laughs) Would you start a Conquo with, uh, you know, a backup quarterback or would you start Mark Andrews with Huntley? Give with me Duvernay Andrews. now with Duvernay now ruled out for the season. Andrews. Yeah, give me Andrews. Yeah. I'll yeah, take I, Andrews over a lot of people still. If if Tannehill was playing, I would start a Conquo. Like for sure. I wouldn't blame you. Yeah. In that scenario, um, I would too. But I just can't I can't bring myself to do it with it's just man, this is brutal. Um so, yeah, I think I think Andrews is somebody you got to roll out there. Maybe Algier. I don't think I yes. would start Patterson right now. You can um, play Algier for sure. But I think you can play Algier, and I don't think you play any of the pass catchers or the quarterback for the Falcons. Ravens defense, great start. Yeah, they're, they're a good start. Okay. I think this game, if Huntley plays, I think this game hits the under for sure. Like I would almost guarantee under 36 Probably. points. So, um, all right, well, let's move on to a little bit more exciting game. Lions seven and seven at Panthers five and nine lions minus two and a half, 44 point over under. I think you're safe to start, you know, Jared Goff. I think he's like, this is actually a pretty good start for him. Amon Ross St. Brown, uh, Swift. I personally would bench Jamal Williams. I wouldn't start Jamal Williams, but that's me. We kind of had this, uh, discussion last week um his touches are going down quite a bit he's very very touchdown dependent um i just and the panthers have a decent run defense do i would start deonta foreman over jamal williams wow yeah i mean the lions run d has been shutting guys down i don't think i want to do that well i wouldn't start jamal williams either like at all um, he's somebody that would be out of my lineup, like until you start to see a little bit more out of him. I mean, he hasn't had a finish above RB 29, I believe since for the last three weeks. I mean, where are you guys on Adam Jamal Williams? Is he still, still a must start like for Foreman. you? Uh, I've, I'd start him over Foreman and I still feel like, uh, you mean, know, he could easily have two touchdowns in this game. Foreman's last finishes. Last three finishes were RB fifty one, RB twenty seven, RB twenty eight. So it's literally the same argument. Yeah, but I mean, the last four for you've had RB twenty eight, twenty six, forty one, forty nine, and he's projected to be the RB thirty one this week. Jamal Williams. Yeah, Foreman's projected to be the RB twenty six. I'll I would I'd, take Williams. I'd take Williams, and I like the Foreman pick yeah. there. Um, okay. 
how, are you pretty confident in Swift? Because he hasn't yes. really been doing much either. I'm more com- way more confident in Swift than I am in Jamal Williams. I'm starting Swift in one of my leagues. Um, you know, he's he's at least been decent. He had uh, eight carries for 52 yards, but he had um, nine targets last week, five receptions. I mean, if he gets nine targets again next week and, you know, catches a few more of those. Okay, but he had eight like four weeks ago. Okay. He had six. He had four. Yeah, so if he gets seven targets, which is more, you know. I would be totally fine with that. I, I mean, I'm just saying I would rather start Swift way more than I would start Jamal Williams. His receptions are are far more valuable. Yeah, and it's it's been trending that he's the more valuable guy to have, but I don't know, man. This this Lions team doesn't seem like they, you know, I don't know. It, it seems hard to peg what's going to happen every, week to week with this Lions team, and they just have a lot of guys who are good players. So I I don't know that I feel super confident playing Swift or Jamal Williams right now, yeah, week, week to week, but. I don't feel great feel playing Foreman either or Singletary or a lot of these other guys that are kind of in that realm, you know, or Singletary sure. isn't a terrible start this week. Like right. just like, we'll talk about this in the next game, but just because of what that snow factor could be and what the wind right. factor could be in that game. So he may That's not have a terrible week this week, but what about DJ Moore? I don't think DJ Moore, like I can't believe I'm about to say this again, but I don't think DJ Moore is a, bad start this week in a pass funnel defense, especially with the way their run defense has been. And one of the highest over unders of the week. Yeah. DJ Moore's not a bad start. I, I I can't believe I'm even bringing myself to say that, but yeah, I bet on him to score under 11 fantasy points last week. Screwed that up. Um, you know, they, 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 they kind of wanted to use him. Uh, you saw that he had a you know good touchdown reception. Um, and against this Lions defense, I don't I don't think it's a terrible start, really. Um, as no. weird as that is to say. He's so. an OK flex this week. OK. Um, all right. Let's get into the Bills. Eleven and three at Bears. Three and eleven. Bills minus nine. Forty and a half point over under. Um, you're yes. starting Allen. Go ahead. Yeah, you guys on. want to hear what the weather is going to be like Saturday morning mm-hmm. in Chicago? Yes. Absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's going to be 11 degrees with a 22 mile an hour wind and a 10% chance of snow. And it's going to drop from there because the night temperature is two degrees. So yeah, with a minus 11 wind chill factor and 20 mile an hour sustainable winds throughout the whole game with gusts, they're expecting yeah. between 40 and what 70 a- miles per hour. Yeah, when I said 22 mile an hour, that's like it's 20 to 30 miles an hour all day with winds uh, over 40 miles an hour gusts. So, yeah, yeah man, that's that's, that's a fun be, that's way to play was, football. That's kind of where we were talking about the whole like, I know it's like almost impossible to take digs out of your lineup. But like if you have 70 mile an hour winds or gusts, I mean, how do you throw the ball to the positions where digs is usually the most dangerous? On I think this that, really takes Gabe Davis. Out it's of your hard to move and catch the ball and do all that when it's 10 degrees outside. Like, yeah. Yeah. When it feels like minus 11. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, minus 11. I would, there ain't no way I would touch a football field. I'd say, you know what guys? Good game. Like you guys right. did great. 
Sick day. Um, yeah, I'm calling him sick today. <laughs> Not uh, coach. Yeah, I think Gabe Davis is out of your lineup. I think yep. Isaiah McKenzie is out of your lineup. Um, I, I don't know. I think they might try to get tricky and do a lot more running with McKenzie. He seems like the kind of gadget player that could be actually used in a game where they have to kind of dig into the playbook a little bit. I just I don't I don't see enough utilization to really like want in in these weeks where it's you know almost championship or your championship. Do you yeah. really want to take the risk and put him yeah, in your not. lineup? You're like, probably right about that. I would be I would be terrified to have him in my lineup. Like, um. I mean, I think you could do worse, but I, I wouldn't take the risk to to try and start him. So, Singletary, um, on the other hand, Singletary, I like. I, I yeah. think he could be a fine play this week, especially if they end up with the three to five inches of snow like they're talking about. He he, he could get you know, you used quite a bit. I mean, even even Cook, um, you know, with a few small dump off passes and stuff where he's just kind of bailing out Allen because they can't get the ball down the field. You know, he may not be a terrible flex play either this week. Yeah. How do you feel about that, Jordan? You like either running back? <sighs> I don't like Cook I'm this looking week. at Singletary right now and like, you know, it was RB 35 last week, 36 before that, then RB 20 and then RB 34. Like, so week 11 was the last time that he actually gave you a performance that really helped you out. Um. I don't know. I don't know that I'd really want to play Singletary either. Like, I'm sure there's people out there who have to play worse. But, um, you know, if you're uh, <clears throat> if you're a championship team, if you're, you know, you you probably have Singletary. Like, if you have Singletary, he's probably your third or fourth back, and your other guys are healthy, and you're not going to really have to worry about it. Like, I'd try and find a different flex option if he's like, if I'm considering playing Singletary as my third RB, and I wouldn't. Would you? Would you start DJ Moore over Singletary? Yes, this week, yes. And that feels okay. crazy to me, but yes. I know, so, it's so weird to be saying Dude, this. Dude, it's going to be sunny in Carolina. It's going to be nice yeah. football weather. Yeah, it's what you want to see. So, all right. Um, what about uh, your, you know, your starting fields, starting Montgomery, um, and you, you guys are the, you guys are just, I'm rolling out digs. I'm not going to take them out of my lineup. No way. Oh man. I never say no way like that, but yeah. <laughs> like you'd have to have pretty darn good options. I'm not going to start DJ Moore over Stefan Diggs. So you wouldn't do the starting pits Pittman, sorry, over him. No. Uh, I mean, I'd like normally I'd start Pittman over DJ Moore, and I probably would even this week. So maybe that's closer to the line would be Pittman and Diggs. Yeah, that's where I'm at. I, I not Olave personally. I would, I would be, I'd, I would not start Olave. Olave is not only his snap percentage is going down; he's dealing with a hamstring injury, and they're going to have really nasty weather as well, like yeah. horrible, horrible weather. Yeah, I'd go. I think the lobby is, to me is almost a must bench too. Like this week, we'll get into that. But I was actually going to ask about that in the next game. So um, <laughs> I just don't think Diggs is like that easy for most people to bench. So yeah. All right. Well, we've got the the Saints five and nine at Browns six and eight. Browns minus two and a half, thirty two and a half point over under. It is the smallest over under 
the lowest over under in 10 years, over 10 years. So that's crazy. Less than 16 point implied point total for both teams um, is ridiculously low. Uh, it's a high I think of 13 degrees and it's going to be snowing the whole time. Yeah. Your two best starters. All time. Do you mean the opinion. first quarter, the second quarter, <laughs> the third quarter, and the fourth quarter? It will. Otherwise, no. Yeah. The whole game. Yeah. But it's not as cool to say just the whole game. It doesn't sound as it's, cool. It so. does say snow, snow accumulation is less than one inch. So I, it's not going to be like snowing a ton, but it, it'll be no, snowing. No, but it's going to be cold, and they're supposed to have wind as well. Yeah, wind, wind so, gusts over 50 miles an hour. So Yeah. Um, to me... And I know this is kind of crazy, but I think almost all your pass options are out in this game. I think Juwan Johnson, you'd be okay with because he's catching those shorter passes. He's going to be okay. I really don't like Amari Cooper in this game. I don't like Amari Cooper like right now with Watson at all. I like Peoples Jones over Cooper. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, Kamara, if they for some reason can give him more snaps than the other backup running backs they have, I love him as a play. But I don't know why they like to have all their backups get more carries Sleeper than him. Loves him too, man. They haven't projected as RB seven this week. They do. They love him this week. Um, it's giving me false hope on my projections. <laughs> I know um, what you mean, man. I'm like, well, so, he's finished that once this season. <laughs> I mean, he did get twelve and a half and a half PPR last week, so it wasn't a terrible week for him, but. You know, I just I don't I don't know what they're doing and why they're not using like their best weapon, especially when Alave became a limit lim, a little more limited last week with right. that hamstring injury. I I just don't get you know what they were doing, but um, I like Chubb in this game if Chubb is actually going to play like they say he's going to. Um, you know, they've been talking. Chubb said, I'll be fine. I'll be ready to go. I think they're just kind of resting him. But as far as the pass catchers go in this game, I'm not a fan of either side. And with a 16-point implied point total, like, I mean, who gets over 10 points then? You know, like, I'm who gets sitting over 10 here, points? I'm sitting here trying to decide who to drop David and, like, who to drop to pick up somebody for Daniel Bell and, or to play instead of David and Joku. I think I'm going to pick up Bellinger in a good okay. matchup against the I Vikings like in a dome. I yep. think I'm just going to drop in Joku. Yeah, isn't it? I mean, it's it's so hard to play anybody in this game. Like, you're really hoping that they're the one that gets that one touchdown. And in my opinion, it's going to go to the running back position. Like, I think it's going to be Chubb or it's going to be Kamara that ends up with the touchdown because – right. Like one, how do you tackle somebody when it's eleven degrees? Like, you know right. I mean, it's... it could be one of those games too, where you, if the touchdown does go to who you played, well, great, they got six of their eight points that way. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, like, you know, I mean, shout out to the ballers. I was listening to them today. They were they were negotiating. They were like uh, talking about will Amari Cooper get over or under eight fantasy points? The line was set at eight fantasy points. Like. Is that somebody you want to roll out there and put in your lineup during championship week or your semifinals? Not me. Like, nah. you know, I would be looking elsewhere. So, um, yeah, there's there's that one. But let's go over to the the Chiefs and Seahawks. 
um, finally a game where you want a piece of the action. Huh. Yes. The second highest over under the week. Uh, Chiefs minus 10, 49 point over under. I mean, you're basically safe to roll out just about everybody that you'd want to. Walker, DK, Juju, Kelsey, Pacheco, McKinnon. Yep. Fant. I think Fant would be a decent pickup in this game. I agree. It is going to be very cold, though. It is going to be another one of those really, really cold games. Um, Football is a cold sport for, you know, a quarter of the season. What about uh, um, Marquise Goodwin? Nah, I mean, there's probably worse options out there, and he could have a nice game, but I don't want to depend on Goodwin in my championships. Yeah, in deeper leagues, yeah. If you have to pick somebody up off waivers and play them, that's the guy. As crazy as it sounds, I would start Marquise Goodwin over Amari Cooper. Uh, This week, I think I would too. Okay, good. I'm glad I didn't sound super crazy. So, um, (laughs) I was worried there. I think Pacheco's due for like a freaking massive game in this one. Um, as long as he doesn't fumble, (laughs) probably another Jarek McKinnon game. But I mean, they both had decent games last week. Like I know McKinnon didn't, or, uh, Pacheco didn't find the end zone. So that's why he didn't have like a super good week, but he still had over 80 rushing yards. Like he still got some good volume. Like I think Pacheco is a, is a fine start in this game. I just think McKinnon is just taking, he's finding those gaps and catching those dump off passes and just taking off with them. So, you know, I, I think, I think McKinnon's slated to be a top 15 running back this week. I think sleeper has him as a top 15 running back in half PPR. If I remember correctly, which is insane. Um, if I would have just played him in that first week, he had, over 30 points that I'd, I'd probably still be in the playoffs right now. <laughs> you started him last week though. I did, but I needed that other win to get yeah. in. It don't matter. Um, they have him as the RB five this week. McKinnon McKinnon. Well, the last week for RB one and one RB or two one. and one, I think. Nope. One yeah. and one. One and, and they one. They have him as the RB five this week. Respect for respect is due, man. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Um, I expect maybe P- uh, Pacheco to get a little bit more of that this week. Um, I don't know if he'll be the RB5, but just because I think they'll be up enough that Pacheco is going to be able to take advantage of of this. Um, I don't somehow, know, the tech, somehow the Texans kept the game closer than they should have. Um, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think the Seahawks are going to be able to kind of follow the same same pattern there. Excuse me, I had to cough. Um, so, but you still like Pacheco as a start this week, right? Yeah, I do. Okay. All right. Well, let's jump over to the Giants at the Vikings. Vikings minus four, 48 point over under, another pretty high over under. You're starting Saquon, Justin Jefferson, Dalvin Cook, TJ Hawkinson. Um, I think your maybes in this game are, you know, Slayton. Uh, I think Slayton's actually a pretty good flex play this yep. week. Mm-hmm. Um, the Vikings are just absolutely terrible against the pass. And, you know, Slayton could take advantage of that. I mean, the Vikings are terrible against the pass, the run, the quarterback position, the tight end position. So, <laughs> I mean, if you can start anybody against them, start them. At least for uh, half of a game they are. <laughs> at least. Yeah. But that's all you need. I mean, if they yep. can put up 30 points in one half, you're happy, you know? Yeah, it doesn't matter. You are. Come back. So what about Osborne? 
are you kind of chasing what happened last week or I wouldn't I wouldn't either but I man I have him in a dynasty team that I'm happy I have him in cuz it's there's not that many players that are capable of having that good a game <laughs> and they did talk about how they wanted to get him a little bit more involved as well so yeah. you know I think I think you could do worse than than him I'm not big on Thielen this week. I wasn't big on Thielen last week. I know he got the touchdown, um, but I think Osborne's just kind of taking a little bit of those passes away from Thielen that makes him like an every week kind of start. I think he's very touchdown dependent, but yeah, that's man. When they're in the red zone, it's nice to have an Adam Thielen around. Yeah, I agree. Uh, He takes a lot of Cook's touchdowns away. Yeah. So, um. All right, well, let's hop over to the Bengals 10 and 4 at Patriots 7 and 7. Bengals minus 3, 41 and a half point over under. Um, you're starting basically everybody on the passing or receiving side for the Bengals, Burrow, Chase, Higgins. Um, I think that they're just, Burrow's just on a tear right now. It doesn't matter who he plays. Mm-hmm. I think you're safe starting him. Um, Can I ask you guys another question? Would you rather flex? T Higgins or um, Isaiah Pacheco T Higgins. Are you playing against me? No, this is in the championship. Okay. Uh, T Higgins. then. <laughs> no, I like, I like Higgins this week. I do. Um, I think if anybody is going to have the game plan against them, it's going to be chase. And this could be a big game for Higgins. Um, yeah, that's that was kind of yeah. my thinking too. I was thinking about switching that. I have a question for you guys about this. Uh, is this a game where you try to find a different defense to play if you're playing Pat's D every week? Yes, I would. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah I would I look at other options. He'll get a, a couple interceptions or something. You know, they'll figure out a way to hurt. They're but... going to get some sacks, and this game might hit the under because they can probably slow it down enough. But I think. You know, it's the Bengals, like a lot of these guys for the Bengals are still going to get it done. That's what I'm thinking, too. Yeah. Yeah. I'm worried more. I'm worried more about Mixon. Um, I know it's hard to take Mixon out of your lineup, but he's somebody that like. If you have better options, like if you were able to have a late round pick of like Ken Walker and. Um, you know, you have Ramondre and you've got these running backs that you could start over Mixon. I think Mixon's somebody that you should look at not starting this week. I think I, I know you guys, I know you like Jordan doesn't agree with me. We had this conversation last week. It's hard to take him out of your lineup. Um, yeah, I, get that, I mean, and the a- Pats always try and take away your best weapon. And if they're going to do that, like they're looking to disrupt the burrow chase connection, like. Mixon and Higgins are kind of the second tier there. And so uh, the Bengals are probably going to need Mixon a lot in this game if they want to try and, you know, get it going. The Patriots are still a good team and a good defense. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess I, I do see, I, I see your, I see the argument. I do. I've seen a lot of people talking about how this is the week you, you, you finally, you sit them down. Um, but I could see the worry of benching him because he's more than capable of putting up three touchdowns. We've seen it. Yeah. So like the only team he's had an, uh, like a really actually bad game against this year was the jets at the jets. And he's, you know, that's a really good run. It's a good defense in general. So is the Pats, but he's had other, you know, games against stout defenses that he 
had a game where it didn't kill you. So, but if yeah. you take away his like massive blow up performance, he's averaging under eleven fantasy points a game. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's not been great, but it's been like decent almost every single week. Right, and he has like more RB twelve finishes and you know and above than a lot of these other running backs that we talked about. I mean, then Camara and Pacheco. Pacheco and yeah. Yeah, I mean, I the reason I mean, looking at like matchup wise is the only reason why I would say like that's the only reason I, I worry that. about him. But, you know, it's uh, it's 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 tough to ever take him out of your lineup. I mean, I, I get it. But another bad weather game, too. Yes. Another very bad yeah, weather I, game. So I have trouble benching my studs, especially in the playoffs. It's it's tough. Yeah. Okay. 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 I see. I see it. You guys can. I. It's. It's. I. Ramon. Uh, so in this game, Ramondre though must start. What about yeah. like Jacoby Myers? Um, I guess he's back in concussion protocol. So I didn't know this, but on that last play of the game when he threw that ball backwards, uh, he was slammed down, and he's back in concussion protocol again after just getting out of concussion oh, protocol. Man. So I would be surprised if he ends up playing. Um, so that's something to keep an eye on. But if he does play, is he somebody you are starting? Yeah, you can start Jacoby Myers if he plays. Yeah, you can. I think I'd rather take my chance on like Tyler Boyd, though, on the other side. Uh, I would rather start Jacoby than Boyd. I think yeah. Boyd's still battling his own injuries, too. Yeah. So... I just, man, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I like Myers very much as a start this week, but we'll yeah. see. I think you could do worse, but I think, okay, DJ Moore or Jacoby Myers? I'd probably start DJ Moore. Yeah, DJ what Moore. About okay, I would start DJ Moore as well. So, um, all right, let's uh, move on But I'd on start to... Jacoby Myers over this next guy we're going to talk about on this next team. Yeah. <laughs> So we've got the Texans one twelve and one at Titans seven and seven Titans minus four 36 point over under. Um, I think you're safe to start uh, Derrick Henry. I mean, I, I, I guess if you like, like 250 uh-huh. yards and a couple touchdowns, like, yeah, yeah. Um, I would be shocked this week if he does not get 30 carries. Like <laughs> yeah, same. I, I will be actually upset if he doesn't get 30 carries. Um, this is the team that he has his greatest games of his career against. And I hope he does it again this week. Uh, I don't think you're starting anyone on the Houston Texans. Not a soul. Okay. Nope. And then Chigaconquo, we talked about him. You know, he's a decent start. You could do worse than him. I think uh, it worries me though, with only like the 10 completions, like I said, and mm-hmm. I think it could be down that low again. Another very cold game. Uh, it's supposed to be like, I think I, I think I looked and it was like eight degrees um, in this game as well. Uh, maybe down to five degrees during the game. So it's going to be a cold, cold game. Um, so not a fun one. Traylon Burks. I think that's the one you were talking about. You're yep. avoiding him at all costs. That's the one. Mm-hmm. I'm avoiding him at all costs as well. Um, I'm out. I'm out on. I'm out on pretty much all pass catchers in this game, and pretty much everybody except for Henry and Chig. Yeah, um, I'm with the you. only people that I would start. So, 
Um, all right, well, let's go to the Commanders 7, 6, and 1 at 49ers 10 and 4. 49ers minus 7, uh, 38 point over under. Uh, you're starting Kittle. I think Purdy's a, a decent spot start in this game. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're if you're looking at your waivers, there's not a lot out there because a lot of people have two quarterbacks, you know, getting ready. Um, I think you could do worse than that. Uh, CMC, Terry McLaurin, you can start, but temper expectations. Uh, this Niners team is really good. Um, you know, what about Brandon Ayuk? We saw a down game last week, but it was a Kittle game. Are you okay with Ayuk this week? Yeah. Yeah, I can go back into that. Yeah, it could pull worse things. Yeah. Would you rather start Kittle than Michael Pittman, Jordan? Or Josh, even? Kittle, uh, would you start Pittman, Pittman with yeah. Foles? I would. I think so. Ayuk over Pittman? Yes. Oh, yeah. So tough. I would still lean Pittman uh, over uh, Ayuk. That's but tough. Yeah, uh, I, I'm going I back to Ayuk after only one down week. Yeah. Like it's it's fine. We saw him catch a couple touchdowns from Purdy in the week when Purdy came in. So um, yeah, yeah. I definitely want to play Kittle though. Like Kittle's maybe tight end one on the week and could have a very big week. Ooh, please don't say that. <laughs> um, <laughs> I hope Kittle catches one pass. Um, but uh, realistically, yes, I think Kittle is a great start this week. Uh, the commanders are pretty good against the tight end position. Um, but I just think that Kittle is that like safety blanket for for Purdy. And and we've seen the the connection now, you know, we've and we've seen what Kittle can do. You know, we've been waiting most of the season for Kittle to do this. And he, he finally did it. You know, we've been we've been asking for this and waiting for Kittle to have these breakout games that, you know, everyone drafted him to have. And now we could see, you know, the tight end that could be a league winner for you. Um, so and I think you're sitting the running backs for the commanders, uh, Gibson and Robinson. Yeah, I don't want to play. Either. Oh, yeah, that's I would st- I would start Robinson back. way before Gibson, though. Yes, but I'm not starting either one. Yeah. Looking elsewhere. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's go to uh, what was supposed to be and could still be one of the best games of the week. Eagles uh, 13 and one at Cowboys 10 and four Cowboys minus five 47 point over under. It's looking like Gardner Minshew is going to start in this game, but I still think you're safe starting AJ Brown. Um, Devonta Smith, Dallas Goddard. Are you starting Goddard first week back? Yeah, no. probably. No. So not with Gardner Minshew and not knowing like how healthy he is coming back, I want to give it a week. That's totally you fair. But week. if I'm, you know, I think I've said this before that if I'm the if I'm playing the waiver wire tight end game for the last however many weeks and I've made it this far, I would rather press my luck taking Dallas Goddard out of my IR spot and put him straight into my tight end spot. That's probably true as well. So, I mean, yeah. What about like a Chigakonkwa? God. <laughs> Give me Goddard. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, Darren Waller. Waller. No, this one's tough. I'll go Waller here. Okay. If you have Waller and Goddard on your team, I'm really like jealous that this is a dynasty. Even if it's not a dynasty, I mean, a lot of people dropped Waller yeah. when he was out for so long. So, 
you know, you could you could have them both yeah, on your both. team. Um, Pat Fryermuth. Fryermuth. Yeah, give me Fryermuth over both those guys over Waller and Goddard. Over Waller. Yeah, I think so. Well, he caught a touchdown last week in his return. Yeah, that was basically all he did. Yeah. Yeah. But you're safe with uh, C.D. Lamb, Zeke, Pollard, Schultz. Those are all right back in your lineup. Oh, yeah. Okay, let's talk about Miles Sanders. (laughs) Um, Where are we with Miles Sanders? If Hurts doesn't play, he's a great play. He has to be, right? Yeah. He has to be. Um, Because those rushing touchdowns are no longer going to go to hurts they're gonna go to miles sanders gardner's I mean, not gonna run into touchdowns like I, I mean maybe me saying that just made certain <laughs> that it'll happen but i'm gonna just put this out in the world that that's very unlikely um and so i think you know if they get into that you know they've got a good offense and gardner's not so terrible that he can't get the ball to aj brown and Devontae smith and and maybe even Dallas Goddard some and and get the ball downfield. So there's a chance for um there's definitely a chance for a couple rush for a rushing touchdown or two from Sanders in this week. Yeah, I agree with that. Um and I think sitting Michael Gallup. Yes. Yes. Okay. I'm right there too. So all right, let's go to um Raiders uh six and eight at Steelers six and eight. Steelers minus two, 38 point over under. Uh you're starting Adams, Jacobs. We talked about Fryermuth. Uh I think Najee's in for this. Should be this is the game we've kind of been if Najee doesn't do it in this game, it's going to affect his <laughs> draft capital even more going into next season. <laughs> it definitely will. So, Man, I need him to be awesome. Would you play yeah. Najee over Pacheco? Yes. Um, well, that's tough, but yes, that's what I'm. That's doing really right tough now. because I think, I think Pacheco could have a pretty good game because of like matchup wise. But um, I do like Najee against Vegas. I mean, that's that's I, so hard to I say. I think if no you to. look at a list of the top twelve RBs, there's probably like four or five of them who are entirely inflated because they had one massive game against Las Vegas. <laughs> yeah, I think you're probably <laughs> right. So, uh, what about George Pickens and Deontay Johnson? Um, I mean, the Raiders secondary is terrible. I'd rather yeah. start. Uh, I guess I'd rather start Johnson the way things have been lately with, uh, with Mitch, uh, Trubisky. Mitch Trubisky. Trubisky. Yeah. He, he's yeah. seeing a ton of volume. So I've I think switched over to that side too. In a full PPR, at least, give me Johnson. Maybe in a standard, if, I'd rather take Pickens on, you know, hoping he catches a long bomb because, man, he catches that touchdown because it doesn't seem like Deontay is getting into the end zone. But yeah, um, if you can give me, uh, you know, 10 catches for 80 yards, you know, like freaking uh, Deontay seems to be doing, I, I would take that all day in a full PPR. Vegas defense so, can give you that. Oh, easy. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Oh, for sure. Yeah. So I'll serve I don't it up think that's a terrible. Yeah, I don't think that's a terrible play at all. So yeah. um all right, let's go to the Packers six and eight at Dolphins eight and six. Dolphins minus three and a half, over under forty nine and a half. This is the highest over under of the week. It's kind of weird not having a you know fifty point over under. Yeah. Um I think you're safe to start Tua Hill, Waddle, Jones. 
Um, Christian Watson, he, he was still scripted to get touchdowns last week. Um, just didn't do it. Uh, yeah. It was just to save Jordan's, you know, hopes and dreams of a championship. So, oh, thank you so much, and, Watson. Uh, <laughs> I want to talk a little bit about Romeo Dobbs. Um, I think this is actually a really good game for Romeo Dobbs. Uh, he's a target monster for them, and Miami's defense is not good. Yeah. How do you guys feel about Dobbs? Sure. It, it seems to me that Watson and Dobbs have taken over the top two spots uh, for Aaron Jones as pass catcher, or Aaron Rodgers as pass catcher. Yes. Sorry, I was looking at Jones in the show doc. Um, but yeah, so I think, you know, this is kind of what everybody hoped for when they did actually draft a couple of wide receivers is definitely what people in the dynasty community were hoping for from these wide receivers is that they could take over these roles and Dobbs could be the underneath, uh, you know, kind of uh, the like, Alan Lazard role. <laughs> yeah, he stole I mean, an Alan Lazard's role. I mean, yeah, and it's, had two targets last week. It's funny yeah. because the first major things Dobbs did was catch some like long bomb touchdowns and stuff. Uh, so you know, but Watson's making big plays. Dobbs is doing a lot of the uh, underneath and and like moving the chains and stuff. Got the dirty work. Yeah, yeah. It's working out, um, you know, so I think you can probably play either one of them against a bad defense. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, I think I think Dobbs is is up there pretty high for me this week, which is crazy to say, you know, but he came back and he he looked good. Um, well, PPR I, I Dobbs is probably top 15 pretty easily. Yes. Yes. Um, uh, are you are you starting Lazard then? Mm, I'd rather not. I, I'd rather, rather not. not. Yeah. What about AJ Dillon? I mean, I know he was really touchdown dependent last week. He got those two touchdowns right. that really helped him. Yeah, but it seems like they work him in a little bit more. Maybe not, but it, when I'm watching the game, it seems like he has a little more of a featured role now. Yeah, it's 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 inside the twenty. He has that role, but yeah. um, I'm personally not like chasing it. I know he's had like you know a couple of good weeks in a row, but like I just. I th- I fear that if the Packers fall behind, it's going to be all Jones and Dylan's kind of out of this game. Yeah, yeah. So that's where I, I probably wouldn't start Dylan this week. I agree. Um, I think you could do worse, but um, what about like uh, Mostert? And it sounds like Jeff Wilson could be back for this game. Packers have a pretty good run D. Yeah. I, I would try you, and find other options. I think you could play Mostert if you needed to, but um, yeah, I think I would play Mostert probably over Dylan. So. Oh, for sure over Dylan. So yeah, I I, I, I agree with that too. Yep. All right. Well, let's go over to the Broncos four and ten at Rams four and ten. Really exciting um, game. Broncos minus two and a half over under thirty six and a half. Um, Love to see it. I think you can start Cam Akers. But I wouldn't be too excited with Cam Akers. Um, I I really really like Latavius Murray in this game. I I think that they're like using him. He had over a hundred yards rushing last week. He looked pretty good. Um, the Rams defense is beat up. The Rams offense is beat up. They're kind of giving up. I like Latavius Murray in this game. Um, I like Jerry Judy regardless if Sutton returns or not. Um, and I think the Broncos defense is like a smash start this week. I think the Rams defense is a okay start. Um, without uh, Russ, 
Um, but if Russ returns, like, are you still just like rolling him out there ready to go? Even with I mean, the way I the think it might be a better defense if Russ comes back. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, <laughs> I'm just giving I, you I, shit, bro. Yeah, I, I Sorry. just, uh, I, I think that the the way the run game is kind of getting utilized at this point that I, I, I think it's taking going to take a, quite a bit of pressure off of both you know, Russ and just the pass catchers in general. I think it's going to open it up quite a bit for him, which is why I do like Judy this week. So, yeah. What I about Greg Dulcich? I was thinking about him. Uh, I don't think he's a terrible play this week. The Rams just, they're so banged up and they're pretty much just done with the year. So that's true. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, man. The, yeah. There's, there's definitely worse tight ends to play, but he's not in my, he he's not in my top like eight nine dudes yeah i think uh i think well i I actually want to touch a little bit on the cam Akers thing because i i forgot about this because i just kind of read them in the start section i'm actually a little bit more worried about cam Akers because they just lost their starting center and they their left tackle maybe i can't remember which one but one of them is also hurt and may not play in this game if they're in backups on both of those and they're going against this Broncos defense. Cam Akers really worries me. Yeah. Um, so He's, if you've been starting him the last couple of weeks, you might not have other options, and he'd he'd be an okay start uh, just for volume's sake. But I'd rather play Latavius on the other side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, are you starting Sutton if he comes back this week? Probably not. I'd rather me not. Either. Yeah, I would wait to see how he is, like health wise, anyways. So, um, no pass catchers, though, or tight end for the Rams. No. You okay with Higby? I'd rather not. I wouldn't either. I'd rather Broncos be give up points to the tight end, but I just don't know if they're going to move the ball very well. Right. That's I think true. this game hits the under. <laughs> Dude, that's what I'm saying. Who scores points in this game? Nobody. <laughs> Latavius Murray. <laughs> Maybe. Who loses Let, the Let, game? Let, People who watch. Latavius Murray is my guaranteed touchdown of the week. Oh. Yeah. Wow. We were both wrong last week, by the way. Oh, yeah. Kamara almost had one, but we were both wrong. And I did bet on both Jamal Williams and Kamara. Hmm. So I need to stop doing that. Hmm. But Latavius Murray is my guaranteed touchdown of the week. All right. So there it is. Um, all right, we got the Buccaneers six and eight at Cardinals four and ten. Bucks minus seven and a half over under thirty nine and a half. That seven and a half is not enough if Trace McSorley starts this game. Mm. Um, and it's looking like Trace McSorley is going to start this game. Uh, <laughs> the the Bucks defense will just feast if it's McSorley. He looks. I feel bad saying this, but he looks absolutely horrible. Mm-hmm. It's hard to tell who's worse, him or Ritter. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> like, I mean, honestly, like it was, it was bad. Um, you're still starting Hopkins though, right? Like you don't take him out of your lineup. He still had seven receptions on 11 targets for 68 yards, um, last week. But are you worried about starting Hopkins with trace? Uh, yeah, a little bit, but I, are you starting Hopkins or digs? Hopkins. Hopkins. Yeah. There you go. Hopkins. Um, you're so starting I'm not Connor. that worried. Yep. Yeah, you're starting Connor. Uh, you're starting Mike Evans. You're starting Godwin. The Cardinals are 
terrible defense. Uh-huh. Um, both of them should have great games. Ooh, ooh. The uh, Cardinals give up a touchdown to a tight end almost every single game. So, like, Cade Otten is probably a pretty good streaming tight end this week or maybe even uh, Cameron Bray. Great. great choice. Yep. Man, Definitely look for one of them in your I feel DFS like lineups. Evans doesn't deserve his name in this must-start category, but he does because of the matchup. But I have been so disappointed at every time I play Mike Evans lately. But this, I think this could be the disappointed week. at him. This could be his week, yes. This could be a multi-touchdown week for him. So This is the um, week what the about Bucks White? get it right and fight their way into the playoffs, win their division, and Ugh. Brady does Brady things. Sorry, no, yeah, that's how that works. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what about Brady things is Brady rings? No? Not happy about it either. Yeah. What about white? Uh, the white Fournette, you know, backfield. Sure. Yeah. Exactly. Which, which one? <laughs> I'd rather play Fournette. I think white really? is kind of a lower end flex. You'd rather play Fournette than white, even though white is out snapping Fournette. I mean, Fournette's been banged up. I don't think that's like Fournette being benched for White. I think that's been a health situation where they've been limiting Fournette's snaps. And I think in a game that they absolutely have to win, uh, where Fournette, I think, is you know coming back pretty healthy at this point, that um, he's uh, he's going to be just fine in this game. Yeah, he's still getting the targets and everything too. So, okay, okay. I personally, I lean a little bit more on the White side, but. Um, I, I think white's an okay flex like a you know kind of like a lower end rb2 maybe right in that area so he's he's not a bad flex or, or rb2 if you don't have somebody else okay uh so you would start basically would you start cam Akers over white no i'd start not probably start white okay so would i i just wanted to gauge where you guys were at there sleeper so. projects white will outscore Fournette. Yes, RB nineteen yeah. to RB twenty one. Yep, huh. I disagree. I disagree. Also, I'm with Jordan. I kind of agree with Sleeper, but um, that makes both of them kind of a back end RB two, though. Yeah. It does. Yeah. So I, I don't think I, I don't think you're going wrong either way. I think but. Fournette has a lot more upside than that in this game. Like this Cardinals defense is <laughs> yeah. pretty bad, and you know their offense isn't going to be able to do much either, which gives the Bucks like. The Bucks' defense should have been better than this, and uh, yeah, they've lost some pieces, but like they still have some really good players on that defense who can uh, who can make a you know a big play in a game like this where you're going against a third string quarterback. So uh, I, I would expect to pick the up Bucks the Bucks' are, defense. The Bucks might have a bunch of short fields. Like, yeah, I don't know how the Bucks' defense was available in our dynasty league, but I managed to pick them up this week. I dropped them earlier this year. Oh, I couldn't even believe it. I was kind of excited because I didn't really have anybody to play. So <laughs> I was it was either that or I was going to start the Jags and I wasn't super excited about starting the Jags. So, yeah, I mean, the Jags wasn't going to be a terrible play. I was going to start them. But, um, yeah, I'll take the Bucks, the Bucks yeah. defense against Trace McSorley. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, well, I yeah. also didn't know they'd be playing Trace McSorley, you know, when I was looking at <laughs> exactly. when I was looking at schedule when i dropped the bucks a few weeks ago they were going to be playing kyler murray in this week and i wasn't going to be playing them against kyler murray with the way they looked so yep exactly stuff changes all right we got uh yep it does pay attention always you know 
that's that's one thing like when you when you look at your team especially like dynasty teams and stuff like that when you look at your team you may not think you have any options out there on that wire but you know look i mean just like when you got daniel bellinger like i didn't even look you know like you have to you have to think they may still be available for you so you got to kind of you know look at those options on on your waiver at all times so take a peek yep um all right chargers eight and six at colts four nine and one chargers minus five over under 46 uh nick Foles will make the start in this game um so you've got uh justin herbert austin eckler keenan allen mike williams zach moss maybe i mean which what you think it's going to be moss or mm, sleeper really thinks it's going to be moss i just i don't I, honestly you, i would be leaning deon jackson i am leaning deon jackson if i was going to pick one i would pick deon jackson but honestly i wouldn't want to start either one because i think they're going to fall behind in this game very quickly and i just don't like i don't like either one I'm I'm hoping this is all just Pittman and that's it, but that's not just for personal. I just I just don't know which one it's going to be, and I don't think anybody does. And you could be really upset if you start Zach Moss and then it's all Deion Jackson again because they used him earlier this season and he did really well for them. Yeah, and they used both of them last week. They finished basically yeah. the same. Yeah. So um, here's what I think is going to happen. Um, Nick Foles hasn't he said that he like hasn't had any time with the starters correct so I think who he probably has had time with that is actually going to be on the field a lot is uh, Alec Pierce who didn't start out as one of the top guys um, on this you know on this squad and maybe they got some time together earlier on this season Um, so I think if you're going to play a wide receiver other than Pittman, Alec Pierce would be the one to go with. The Chargers, they've been figuring it out on defense, but they're not incredible. But yeah, I, that could I'd be mostly... such a great hot take. Like, I love that. Like, because that, that actually is like great. And that, like, I never would have thought that deep. Like, he did spend quite a bit of time with Alec Pierce. So it's that possible. Could I don't really know Pierce. how much time they got to spend together, but I'm just thinking he was further down the depth chart earlier in the year. And it's possible that Foles was taking some snaps with him early on, um, you know, yeah. at the beginning of the season in practices and throughout training camp and stuff like that. So they may have a little bit of a rapport that we haven't seen. Yeah, I could definitely see that. So uh, what about Gerald Everett? This is one I'm uh, I think I would finally go and try to find some other options. Chigaconquo. Yeah, I think I would play Chigaconquo over him. Even with the backup quarterback, you'd still start Shig over Everett. Man, Everett feels it feels like he has just no ceiling at all. Um, yeah, I don't know what's with, going on. With, with that. Yeah, with Allen and Williams both back now, I just feel like that offense is just no longer looking at Everett at all. Like, I I, I just think Keenan Allen and Mike Williams are just too good. Yeah, so it feels the same way to me. I mean, and he did get six targets last week, but it didn't. I was watching that game. It didn't feel like it, like he got six targets. It felt like he wasn't involved at all. Yeah, with <laughs> with Allen Williams and Eckler, like he Everett's definitely an afterthought in this right. offense. Doesn't mean yeah. he couldn't have a big game. You know, if one he of those guys the touchdown and one of those guys gets shut down and he's the guy that's left wide open for Herbert, but yeah, Herbert I'd, also I'd hasn't been huge this Greg year. Dulcich yeah. and you know a lot of these other options that you might be able to play over him for sure. Bellinger. Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah, I actually like Bellinger's matchups. So uh, like Jordan I, said, I the Bucks tight ends. You know, Kate Otten, I think, has a higher chance of just scoring a touchdown. This I think week. he's got a really good shot at a touchdown <laughs> against the Cardinals. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I think that will do it for episode fifty-four. Um, yeah. Oh, baby. Really appreciate it. I are we doing an episode on Friday? Um, it'll have to be a pretty late episode because I do have like some family function stuff going on this I, weekend. Think we gotta skip it. I yeah, I am not gonna be able to do yeah. that. So we may not have an episode, or or we'll like you know we can do a get small something thing. small out or something. Um, we'll see. So we'll, we'll I may not be we'll working Friday, so uh, it's possible that maybe I could put something out in the afternoon. Yeah, see, I'm not working Friday either, so maybe you and no, I could do I an do early work. episode I or something. On Friday, so okay, maybe we'll just so we'll, do we'll a short flex out. or something. But cool, yeah. we'll we'll yeah. try and figure something out for everybody. Yeah, because this is a big week for everybody. So we'll try and get get as much information out as we can. Um, you can also I'll put some information out on Twitter. I'm sure the other guys will as well. Definitely. Um, of, of like you know some start options and stuff we like. Uh, so you can find us on our main Twitter at Best Coast FF. You can find me at BCFF underscore Brandon. You can find me at BCFF underscore Jordan. And I'm at BCFF Josh. And if we do not get this you know, talk to everybody or get another episode out. We wish everybody all the luck in their matchups this week. Hopefully y'all are playing in the playoffs or, um, you know, at least still competing, you know, even if your season's over, don't give up, don't quit listening. There's a lot of content, a lot of stuff that can keep going for, um, next season stuff and things still change. So, yeah. Um, but, uh, best of luck to everybody. Have fun watching the Thursday night game. And if, uh, Happy holidays to everybody out there, and we hope everyone stays safe this week. For real. There's lots of crazy weather and everything, so drive safe too, guys. Happy holidays. We love y'all. All right.